0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Kempis, Book 3, Chapter 37. Sincere and utter self-renunciation wins us freedom of heart. Christ the Beloved, leave yourself behind, my son, and you will find me. Have no choice of your own, no personal preference. You will be the winner every time. The moment you surrender yourself to me, never to take the gift back, a greater store of grace will be added to what you already have. The Learner. How often am I to surrender myself, Lord? And in what manners am I to leave my own preferences behind? Christ the Beloved, always, at every moment, in small things as much as in great, I make no exceptions. It is my wish that in all things you should be stripped naked of self. Otherwise, how are you going to be mine and I yours? unless you take off every shred of your self-will, whether it shows outwardly or not. The sooner you do this, the better you will feel for it. The more wholehearted and sincere your surrender, the more you will please me and the greater will be your gain. There are some who make this surrender, but leave something out. That is because their trust in God is not unreserved, and so they take care to see they are provided for. Again, there are some who at first offer everything, but later on, when temptation has been working on them, they make things their own again, and so advance but little in the ways of holiness. The only way for such as these to reach the real freedom of an unencumbered heart, to be favored with a happy and close friendship with me, is this, they must first make an unconditional surrender and daily offer themselves to me. Without this, no fruitful union with me can be formed, none endure. I have said this to you a great many times, and now I am saying it once more. Leave yourself behind, surrender yourself, and you will enjoy great inward peace. Give all for all. Look for nothing. Ask for nothing back. Rest on me, sincerely and without faltering, and you shall have me. Your heart will be free, and no darkness lie heavy upon it. This is what you must strive for, pray for, long for. The power to strip yourself bare of all self-seeking. And naked, to follow the naked Jesus. To die to yourself, and be for all eternity alive in me. Then. All your foolish fancies will dwindle and die, along with all unreasonable, disquiet, and needless worry. Then, too, will ungovernable fear take leave of you, and love, run wild, will die. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on me. Saint Philip Neri, patron of Lyon, heart of fire, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the great features of this book, The Imitation of Christ, is how it states so clearly the obstacles to friendship with Jesus, to a happy and close friendship. We are friends with him as soon as we are in a state of grace, if we have divine love in our hearts then we have some friendship with them. That's what charity is, that's what divine love is, friendship with the Lord. But what we're trying to aim at is a happy and close friendship. And in one way, the obstacles are our attachment to things, money, fame, sexual pleasure, food, revenge, rest, envy at other people's situations, kind of rejoicing at their downfalls. All of these things are are obstacles. It's true. But what's the biggest obstacle? Well, think back to that chapter where he talked about carrying your cross. And why does our Lord say, according to this book, that we have to always carry our cross? Because we always have to carry around ourselves that fall inside of us. Okay. Now, with that in mind, think of this chapter. What's the real obstacle to the spiritual life? It's not primarily food or sex or money or fame or any of those things. They're they're problems. They can be. But who's the one wanting those things? And for whom do we want them? Well, I want them for myself. You want them for yourself. Love is willing the good to someone. You see, it's twofold. It's the good you love, yes, but it's for someone. So there's a love of self, a love of the the one you're loving it for. And this is what he's getting at here in this chapter. It's the self will that's the main obstacle in the spiritual life. The self will. See, even when we start denying ourselves things and we start fasting, we start praying more, we start doing all kinds of acts of charity, one of the problems that creeps in is that it's I'm doing it. I've chosen this penance. I've chosen this. Act of prayer, this plan, this discipline. You see, yes, it's good. Yes, it's detaching us from certain things, but in some way it reinforces the fundamental problem, which is self will, because all of these things I've chosen. Are they good? Yes. Am I getting more freedom from some bad slaveries? Yes. But The Lord realizes that in another way, I'm getting too attached to my self-will. That's why there can be real pride in spiritual people. A certain pride creeps in as we make progress, as we spend more time in prayer. And so, as we keep going, if we want a happy and close friendship, if we want real freedom, an unencumbered heart, truly a free heart, Not a heart that's secretly selfish and self-seeking all the time. That's what we want. And that's what we do want. Then we have to pray. We have to long. We have to strive. For what? For the power to strip yourselves bare. Notice what he says. Strive, yes, but then pray and long. Pray and long for this. This ability, this power to leave ourselves behind. This is the great trouble. This is the great difficulty of the spiritual life. The main trouble. But let us not be disheartened. Let us not be discouraged. Because this is a power. And the way we get there is by surrendering ourselves to the Lord every day. Small things. Start small. Denying ourselves small things. And what's the goal? The goal of this is so that we can belong to Christ and he can be ours. Do you notice the language here? It's the language of marriage. I am yours and you are mine. Daily offering ourselves to him. And where does that daily offering supremely take place? It takes place in the mass. In which we surrender ourselves to the Lord, we offer ourselves, and then he offers himself to us. If we can't go to mass every day, hear mass every day, we can do it in desire. We can Intend to unite ourselves to the mass being offered somewhere. Because what we want is not a momentary feeling. We want an enduring close relationship, friendship with the Lord. And on this traditional day of Corpus Christi, we should never try to imagine this process happening outside of the Eucharist. Our Lord left himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity because he enjoys being with us. And he is the perfect model of self-forgetful love, of self-giving love. And when we receive him, when we consume him, we become what we eat. We become self-forgetful. We become mindful of the Lord.